0: Hey there, this is Jason Bullman. I'm the Director of Game Design at Paizo, and you are listening to Morris's unofficial Tabletop RPG Talk. This week, Morris, Peter, and Jessica talk about the changes coming in the remaster of Pathfinder 2nd Edition. In the news, there's a new D&D community update, a new Pathfinder action RPG video game is coming, no more Everon coming from Keith Baker Presents, and more! Plus, a brand new sketch about the dangers of etymology. This week on Morse's unofficial tabletop RPG talk.
1: This week's podcast is sponsored by the League for the Rehabilitation of Fantasy Villains. From Lord Soth to Bargle the Infamous, Wenger to Verminard, and Vecna to Artemis and Terry. The League promises to rebrand, reform and relaunch your murderous career into something softer and more suited to the modern world. Hmm, maybe I should join. I'm more villainous than all of them put together. Which of them made a giant rat colossus, huh? Hmm? Huh? All the tabletop are playing news. We aim to amuse and we aim to enthuse. And Morris is unofficial. Tabletop RPG.
0: hello 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 and welcome to morris's unofficial tabletop rpg talk i am russ aka morris or morris aka russ
2: and with me this week is peter coffee from the southampton guild of role Players. russ as ever it is a delight like to be here and joining us here we have the lady who is it's true officially coined the phrase it's good to be queen it's the one it's the only
3: it's it's me jessica from EN publishing it is good to be queen
2: I, I don't know where you. else
3: to go for that. I, I don't <laughs> yeah. have a segue for that. I just feel Peter is affording me the respect
2: and authority I deserve. But you're not wearing your tiara.
3: I'm not because I'm wearing my headphones, but my headphones do have a sort of halo
2: effect. I, 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 I thought you were wearing a tiara around your neck.
3: No, that's a necklace. Oh. Uh. No, no, no.
2: A neck, tiara, as we yeah, like. a neck yes, tiara. Yes, as,
3: as they are known.
2: <laughs> as they are known in Barrels and Barrels, 6th edition.
3: And rings are known as, you know, finger tiaras. Yeah. And yep, earrings, but... ear tiaras. <laughs>
2: All right. <laughs> the joke can do you know stop. what they call no.
3: belly button rings? <laughs> they
2: call them belly button rings. It's a bit of a break from the norm, but it is, yeah. Is just past the quirks um, of barrels different. and barrels.
3: It is. It's a great system.
2: Oh, absolutely. Love anyway, it.
3: sorry, I'm a little bit ridiculous because I was awake. I was working till three a.m. last night because the Kickstarter ended for To Save a Kingdom yesterday. You do? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so that was very exciting, um, and I wanted to do all the fulfillment, and I was like, I can, and it ended at uh, UK time at eleven p.m. So I did the immediate fulfilment and I was like, I can do all the add-ons like today. I bet I can do it. Just be clear, no one at EM Publishing asked me to do this. No one no. asked me to say oh, <laughs> this is purely <laughs> something I put on myself. So I sat and did this, that. This was
2: pure nerd flexing on your part, absolutely. Mm. Yes.
3: So everyone has their, their PDF add-ons and things. And next week we'll get the the updated version with bookmarks and stuff and things without there. But, the, but they have it and they can run it. But also I was able to watch the actual play of To Save a Kingdom whilst I was doing that in the background. So no. it was a win-win.
0: Anyway, we've got some RPG news to talk about.
3: Yes, let's talk we? about RPG news. Yes, but let's what we, talk
0: about RPG news. What we are here kind of, for. It's
2: kind of what we're here for, yeah. Allegedly. Is it? Mm-hmm. Apparently. Oh. So I'm told. Oh. I just assumed the conversations had been going towards RPGs for like the past four or a bit years. Just organically.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: I, I mean, a surprising number of my actual real-life conversations do that. I'm like, I can talk mm-hmm. about other things. No, we're going to talk about RPGs. We're going to talk about RPGs. Good times. Let's go. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. All right, well, shall we start with some information about Wizards of the Coast did a community update. Yes, okay. well, a couple of days ago, I think it was, a couple of days ago. I think Definitely it
3: was this week.
0: It was Wednesday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just it was Wednesday. So they've got this new community update page over on D&D Beyond, which mm-hmm. they've yeah, been yeah. updating. And they say it's going to be irregular, so it's not like every month or something. But what? they've just updated one for May with a new entry in Mm -hmm. it and it's part of their kind of general outreachy thing you know where they're trying to say they want to connect with the community more so they're gonna they're making all these videos at the moment and they're going to conventions and they're doing these community update pages and things
3: it's what they have to do isn't it to mitigate the pr disaster of january
0: yeah so this new update um is kind of you know that creator summit stuff and all the information that came out of that just, it's yeah. not really Yeah, it's not really anything new really, it's kind of mm-hmm. kind of like a very brief recap of stuff that came out of that. Yeah. Really. Um I don't think I'm gonna say anything here that's gonna shock you and you go, oh, this is new information or anything. But I'll really, really quickly run through it. I can it.
3: pretend though.
0: Alright. Act really, really shocked. Okay. What if we
2: forgot <laughs> <laughs> Or in Peter's case, Peter and I are both likely... delirious from
3: being up late, so maybe we but, will.
2: <laughs> let's face it, I've never had a great long term memory. It's always been like a castle. Ooh, or, a castle. Or, or, or a memory at all, I think. <laughs>
3: okay, so it's tell, okay. Us, is, tell, us, tell us the first bit of news from this community update okay. from D&D and sure. I, will, I will make aghast surprise noises. All right, okay.
0: so they reiterated yet again and they keep doing this, so mm-hmm. they're obviously really, really keen on making sure people realise this. They're very, very keen to make sure that we know that 1D&D is not a new edition, it is still 5th edition. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wow. That was a... <laughs> oh, dear me. a like, sharp intake of breath I think is what you call that
3: I was trying to make it an audible shock because I could do visual but like it's a podcast so I was like mm-hmm, yeah. maybe not the best
0: for, for ah, the listeners, for listeners there was there was a visual <laughs> component to this oh yes, yes.
3: I, what did I do, yeah. did my hands come up to my, my face yeah. I can't remember, yeah, yeah, it was just yeah. so organic it happened naturally. anyway sorry carry yeah. on Oh yeah. Oh, why well, you
2: got all the good grades at acting college so I was, well,
0: well, I was
3: actually covers. a member of the National Youth Theatre, Peter, thank you. Oh,
2: okay. You're not You're not a youth, <laughs> Jessica. I,
3: that's why I said was. Like, <laughs> obviously not last week. I am not of the youth. Anyway, not
2: a new edition. It's not a new edition. Works, it's not a new edition.
3: Okay. Great, okay.
0: Oh, okay. What <laughs> else?
3: Sorry.
0: So they talked about school and club support. What? Um, <laughs> uh, I don't think you were quite as shocked by that one as the last
3: one. No, I wasn't. <laughs>
0: No, no. The other, well, the, other, the other you know, piece of I information did. was I, more shocking. I went wasn't. the
3: wrong way. I started really high uh, with like a really big response, and now I've got nowhere to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start. I'll start. Let's just talk about the news. Sorry, sorry. Okay, okay, okay. There's uh, education kits for D and D. Cool. Indoctrinate yeah. the children with Dungeons and Dragons.
0: So there is um, school and club support. So they're going to have teaching kits. They're going to have after-school club kits. And also, they're going to
2: give free access to D and Beyond to educators. And it's an excellent exercise in marketing.
3: I actually think it's good. I think um, RPGs can be used in education with children. Like I had somebody 100%. from Guild Chronicles RPG that was on so not D and D. If you want to hear more about it, but their background was in using um, RPGs in an education setting for the children that have uh, additional support needs. So maybe like if they have autism or things like that, because they said it was so helpful in, in that setting. So. Yeah. I think it is good. Obviously, it's a good marketing ploy and, like, get them while they're young. But, yeah, yeah, I think it's nice.
2: Uh, I'm trying not to be too
3: cynical about everything D&D does, you know.
2: You certainly won't hear me complain about, say, Inspiriles working to teach people how to use British Sign Language. I think that's an excellent game for that reason.
3: And they're coming on Not D&D in just two weeks' time.
2: Did you know that? I didn't know that. Oh, I thought you were Um, just,
3: like, setting me up for a lovely segue.
2: No, uh, I just like
0: Inspiriles. So this is where you should have acted shocked. (laughs) Uh, that information, Peter. Oh,
2: well.
3: Do, do the gasp I, I, and I, I, bring your hand up to your chin. It's too late
2: now. Oh, 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 <laughs> oh, I'm not shocked. I, I, it <laughs> seems only right and proper that Jessica would talk to like cool people. That That's literally her job and the point of am, the podcast. I
3: am very cool. so
2: That's true.
3: I'm literally wearing mm. a leather dress right now. Would you
0: like to know the next thing that they said? Oh, go, go on, on then, yeah. The yeah. Oh, yeah, we
3: should, probably should talk about what? it, yeah. they said more than two
2: things?
0: Yeah. two things. They are going to connect with accessibility experts. Mm-hmm. To ensure that D and Beyond is a tool that everyone can use, mm-hmm. which I guess is a good thing.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, it's a very good thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't know exactly what that means in context exactly, because obviously I'm not a person that um, runs into you know that that sort of thing on a day to day basis. Well,
2: but the, I, I will say there's a very strong commercial argument for making your stuff more accessible. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah because it yeah. means more people can buy yeah. it.
3: Disabled people have money. Uh, so
2: the fact that more companies don't cost on onto that is like yeah. a sort of continuing I assume it's things me. like some, like read,
0: th- some things could be read or font sizes changed or things like that. It
3: could be so many things. I,
2: I'm not an expert by any means, but yeah. it's things like, uh, making sure graphics and so forth are compatible with screen readers, magnifiers. Yeah. And yeah. so it can do text yeah. to Text for images. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And, and color, colors. Oh, because colourblind people
0: with yellow and red and stuff. Red, red, red,
2: green colourblindness—that's like a whole separate issue, which is affects a lot of men actually, and wouldn't know it for a lot of people. But yeah, like I I know Mm. a couple of people who just can't tell red from green. It's like wow, that seems like a problem. I'll I'll really don't
0: know.
2: Yeah, I know.
3: I know a lot of people that are colourblind, and a really high proportion of them are graphic designers. And I don't know if that's just coincidence or if there's something there.
2: Don't know. If you're no.
3: colourblind, the idea of colour theory really draws you in. I don't know.
2: Hmm. Anyway. Don't make so many anyway. colourblind chemists. I didn't know one. But it's like generally you want to know what colour your solution is going. Probably. Anyway.
3: Great. So D&D Beyond are going to be talking to experts and consultants to try and make sure the D&D Beyond tool set is better for players with disabilities. Yes. Good. Correct. All right. Let's trudge let's through yes. and get through the more bits of news then, Russ.
0: Alright then, so they also said, talked about the migration of D&D Beyond to being the front door of D&D, that's where they want everyone to go, Yeah. away from, you know, at the moment they got the D&D website on wizards.com and they're moving all that over to, so D&D Beyond is going to be the place you go for that everything. That makes sense, mm-hmm. cool. They talked a little bit about their intention to create a third party marketplace, But they said it's a long way in the future. It's really best in the very, very, very early discussion stages and not to expect any news anytime soon. Yeah,
3: I think they mentioned that before. That was on D&D Beyond Platform, opposed to the DMs Guild.
0: Yeah, yeah. They're going to have another creator summit. And this is going to be at Gen Con in August. Okay. Which is also an indication that they're going to Gen Con. And they haven't been going to conventions. Yeah,
3: I think they had mentioned before that they want to do more community engagement, and that does mean attending conventions.
0: I think I heard they were going to come to UK Games Expo as well, or did I mishear that? This year. I don't know. Maybe not Not this year, maybe next year. I was about to say, I haven't seen
3: them on the map. I don't know,
0: Paizo is. Paizo's coming, I think, this year. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that's what it is, yeah. Yeah.
3: I was about to say, I didn't didn't see them on the map.
0: Yeah. And then finally, they talked about the virtual tabletop and how they're at the sort of pre-alpha test stage with like very, very small groups Mm -hmm. of people they know just doing the test at the moment. So we can expect to hear more on that later when this sort of like testing gets more widespread.
3: That's exciting.
0: Yes, it is exciting. That was their community update.
3: Speaking of (laughs) conventions and Paizo, though, I may segue, if I may. That rhymed. Into another bit of news um, about PaizoCon, which is taking place um, online at the end of the month, the last Mm, weekend, so May 26th, and they've released their stream schedule. There is many stuff and things going on, Mm. so they're going to be talking about, you know, they've got Fantasy Grounds coming there to talk about stuff, they've got WizKids coming to talk about Bits and pieces. They've got information about Starfinder. There's like loads of stuff. You can see the full schedule. We've got it linked on EM Worlds to read it. Is this
0: all on Twitch? Is that?
3: That'll right? be held on Paizo's ah. official Twitch channel. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and what they're likely going to be talking about, something that they um, announced earlier this week, is you know that they're going to be doing, they announced they had a partnership with a game developer.
4: Mm-hmm. Well, they've,
3: um, for Pathfinder Video Games. Well, we know one of the games will be Pathfinder Abomination Vaults. Um, they've mm-hmm. released information mm-hmm. saying it's going to be a co-op action RPG, a hack and slash style yep. game, uh, mm-hmm. Allow you and up to three friends, because who has more than three friends anyway, to play iconic Pathfinder Heroes.
0: Cool. I mean, they've got quite a few video games, haven't they? They've got Kingmaker, and they did one after, the, was it Rise of the Runelords? I can't remember what it was. did another one yes. after that. Was it
2: Rise of the Runelords? I, like
0: I can't remember. No, it no. might not have been. It but might this not is have been. The first, it's another one, yeah. but it's not. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: This is the first yeah, Pathfinder co-op hack and slash. Because that's what the yes. press release says. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it uses elements from Pathfinder from the RPG rules. So it's got character progression, customization, and obviously it's based on the Abomination Bolt's, you know, Adventure Path. Yeah. Um, and they've said that there's going to be no microtransactions, which is nice. Good.
2: Good shout. Good shout.
3: But yeah, and there's going to be a Kickstarter campaign for the game.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And
3: the pre launch page is now up, and it's got over 5,000 followers on it.
2: Nah, so it, if you're it, interested
3: in this game, you can click to follow and be notified when it launches. It's um... much
2: like Paizo spends some time looking at the internet saying, what do people absolutely hate? And we'll get people shouting at us if we do. Microtransactions, tick. Avoid those. Cryptocurrency, tick. Avoid those. Blockchain, tick. Avoid that. Because I don't think they said that they were going down the blockchain route. So uh, yeah. yeah, all good.
3: I think it's it's good for them to position themselves that way because they are like the other big RPG company opposed to D and D. Yes, and if they mm. can just be like the nice company that does DTRPGs, because D and D, you know, having their PR reputation issues, if they can be like, we don't do any of that nasty stuff. To be fair,
0: Paizo has had some PR yeah. problems in the last few years. I mean, yeah, yes. pretty, pretty bad. I'm ones. Not... so it's not they're not alone. No. But Correct. They've got a the union now for a reason.
2: Yeah. Correct, so, yeah.
3: but. I think if you look at like the way brand perception is in twenty twenty three, especially mm. since January,
2: mm. mm. Pathfinder is doing very well. Yes, right, so. That's, in many ways, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. But
3: yeah, no, I'm sure if they do something wrong, we'll talk about it on the news as well.
0: I'm sure. But anyway, yeah. so, that, so that's so sure. that's
3: that's happening soon. So the Pathfinder Abomination Vaults digital game, the co op RPG game, yeah, It's coming out to Kickstarter soon. So I just thought that was interesting, and that and yeah. I'm sure I'm sure they must at PaizoCon. They'll be talking about it like in some way. Yeah. But yeah.
0: Yeah. So, going back to D and D, there is a charity book that has just been released. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not—it's not a book. It's over on D and D Beyond. Oh yeah. Um, so you can buy it over on D and D Beyond for four ninety-five. Yeah. And the proceeds they go to um, the Seattle Children's Hospital and the Seattle Children's Autism Center.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Ooh. And this good. is called "Misplaced Monsters," and what it is is they got some kids to basically illustrate and come up with the ideas of six monsters, and then they made those monsters into, well, into monsters in
2: a, in a book. Yeah, yeah.
0: And uh, you can go and get them. So the monsters are Coral, Rain, Seth the Shapeshifting Dragon, Dandelion, Scrapper, and Sheldon the Blueberry Dragon. I
3: nice. am looking at one of them now on the and, well, mm. and it's amazing. I love it when artists do this, take a kid's drawing and make it an actual 3D thing. Because yeah, kids' drawings, yeah. are the perspective and the proportions are just, like, such bold, creative choices that many adults would fear to do.
0: Mm-hmm. But who <laughs> Interesting did this way child. To put, to put that, yeah.
3: Uh, but, well, I've got nephews and nieces, and so I've had to learn how to <laughs> compliment things they do without lying. Because uh, I don't want to lie uh, to them, but no. equally, I don't want to be mean to them, because I quite like them. Because they're related to Ooh. me, so they're quite awesome. Anyway... But yeah, the, the pictures are really cool. I love the the, the fat, is that the fat purple dragon, the the blueberry one, is that what I that's guess. called?
0: I don't know which one that one is.
3: I uh, I'm going to choose to believe it is, and I like it. Ten okay. out of ten. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I mean that will probably I think in in the past because this is for the extra life charity. Yes. Thing, uh, mm. and uh, I think in the, in the past they've also appeared on Drive RPG in PDF format as well, or on DM skill perhaps as well. it's not in PDF at the moment. It's just on D&D Beyond, but it might appear in PDF as well. I don't know.
3: That sounds groovy. I like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you want to support a children's charity, that's a good way. To, and you like D&D. That's a good way to do both things at the same time.
3: Imagine some people like, no, I'm opposed to supporting children. I will not do it.
0: <laughs> I'm not sure there are people Ooh. out there.
3: Oh, yeah, that's true. There will be. Anyway. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And sticking with D&D, though, yeah. Eberron. Eberron, Eberron, Eberron. Oh, yeah. Sometimes. Keith Baker. The setting created by Keith Baker yes. many, many years ago for Wizards of the Coast. Eberron's been, you know, a popular setting mm-hmm. for Just Wizards of the Coast. Yeah. They've got a hardcover book, yep. uh, which was Rising from the Last War.
2: Yeah, that's right. Was it? Yeah. yeah.
0: Which came out a couple of years ago for 5E from Wizards of the Coast. Plus various uh-huh. supplements on DM's Guild. Mm-hmm. Well, Keith Baker has been creating these things like exploring eberron chronicles of eberron dread metro Eberron confidential yeah so these hardcover books that his little company has has been putting together Uh, it was keith baker presents was the company has been putting together he's announced that they're basically closing the doors on eberron keith baker it's not wizard the coasters uh he's no longer going to be making eberron material
2: I mean, that's not the biggest surprise that it could be. It's really good. I like it. Uh, obviously, he knows a lot about it. But I think he's... Every time I've spoken to him, like either online or on this podcast, he has been a lot more interested in other stuff. I think he's just keen on doing stuff that isn't ever on. So, yeah.
0: Well, he did talk about this like back in January.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So there was there were hints that this was coming. Yeah. I mean, he's, uh, he's, he's kind of walking away from the setting, and he, he posted this thing back in January, and it's quite long, so I can't really read it all. Mm. Mm. But basically, he's saying that know he, he loves Eberron, no, yeah. there are corners of the setting, he still wants to explore and stuff like that. Yeah. But the problem is, it's not his, it's wholly owned by Wizard of the Coast, and that limits yeah. what he can do with yeah. it. Really hard. He can only sell it on DM's guild, he can't write an Eberron novel, mm. um, he no. can't create card game for it, he can't create Eberron content for a system other than D&D. Yeah. Um, you know, he's very limited on what he's able to do. Yeah. And so he's been making everyone's stuff on DM's Guild for the last three years. Yep. You know, he's kind of enjoyed doing that. And back in, back in January, he kind of asked his patrons on his Patreon what they kind of thought. Um, would, should he continue to be, say, focused on everyone or would they be interested in seeing what he did with something new? Yeah. And it looks like that is kind of what he's going to be doing. It's fair. What, enough. It seems. Yeah. Reasonable. but it must be you know walking away from the setting that you created
2: must be hard mm. i mean yeah but like i say it's there's walking away from the setting but there's also having to give half your money to other people every time you make a mm. sale i gotta say that. That, would, that would irritate me so yeah. All right. yeah i mean we have to do that every time we sell a book mm-hmm. uh, you know. <laughs> yeah okay sure um,
0: but yeah um there is one more book coming though yes Mm-hmm. Um, just one more book, and uh, it's not going to be produced. Uh, it's going to be still made by by um, um, Keith yeah, Baker yeah. and the people he works with, but it's not going to be published by um, by uh, Keith Baker Presents anymore because all mm-hmm. of that stuff. And um, they're not deleting the books no. from Triumph James Gems- Gale. Mm-hmm. They're transferring them over to a company called Visionary Production and Design. Mm-hmm. So the four existing books are going over going over there, and mm-hmm. the new one that, that that's coming. Is also going to be going over there. Uh, it's called Frontiers of Eberron Quickstone, latter half of twenty twenty three, and Visionary will be publishing that yes. on James Guild.
3: So you'll still be able to get all the books. They're not. They're not going yes, away. They're just yes. not yes. any new ones. Is the yeah. I mean, they're
0: massive. They're massive bestsellers as well. Mm-hmm. Those Eberron books and like you know, um, Pla- the, you know the Pla- um, plus, yeah, oh, Mythals like... and platinums and Adamantines yeah. and stuff. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah. They do really, really well. Of course, yeah, they're they're, they're really yeah. good books. I mean, I would personally, I think it's like, it would be the ideal thing to marry with level up because which, which obviously I think everything is, as we all know. But it's just like, <laughs> you have cultures right mm. in there, which are not Elf Kingdom, Dwarf Kingdom, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so mm. yeah, that, that, yeah, but yeah, it happens.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, why well, What else have we got? We have got from Chaosium. You can download, you know their basic role-playing engine went, not public domain, but ORC. ORC. that's right, yeah. Uh, which is still interesting, because the uh, final version of the ORC license isn't available yet, but Ooh. still. Um, it's has, has gone ORC, so it's yeah. available for people to use in the same way that people might have made OGL, D&D stuff and so oh, forth.
2: Absolutely, there are people online who are insisting they will only use ORC and they will not consider using Creative Commons. I find this a curious <laughs> set certified so oh, it you know, is, it's like... I haven't okay. seen that, but then, yeah, that's no, interesting. I, I okay. it, I'm like, are you sure you want to commit yourself so publicly to something that has not been finalised yet? Mm. <laughs> but if it's good enough for Kazem, it's good enough for them. So, yeah, let's go. Uh, get a fan yeah. play from them. They want to be first. Let's go. What? What? What's it got? Yeah. What's it got? Um, so, yeah, basically,
0: role are playing instead sort of like d uh, 100 D100-based role-playing game system. Yeah. It powers Call of Cthulhu, yeah. and now it's kind of like a universal system that you can use to power creations of your, yeah, yeah, you know, absolutely. games of your own Good maybe. for investigation. Um, they have reduced, yeah, they've put on itch, they, itch.io, um, they have put a 12-page character Ooh. sheet pack, totally free. Wow. You can download it, and it's not just character sheets, it's NPC sheets, and it's vehicle sheets, and it's mount sheets, so Ooh. it's all the different sheets that you might need in a uh, basic role-playing system game, and you can download that for free, and you can use that.
2: Nice. I mean, I'm I'm actually probably most surprised that's going on itch. It's interesting, yeah, yeah, Yeah. because that that's actually a fairly big change. Because we obviously Mm. we free and our listeners are people who are in the know and we're well versed in the concept of itch.io. But for a lot of people, it's like what with what now? I Mm. mean, a lot of people are basically like, oh, you can go online and get PDFs from from what drive through RPG. So like, Mm. this is like getting onto some seriously niche level stuff. And fair play, yeah. they're like really establishing some proper indie cred. And who knows? bit more usage, bit more things. It could uh, start looking really nice. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. yeah. All right, we got any more news? You guys got any
3: news? Do you know the best thing Do I know? about HeroQuest?
0: Is it Alterquest? hero HeroQuest? Some
3: people may say it's AlterQuest, the spiritual successor of the game, Russ. You are correct. Mm. I'm not saying that because i actually played AlterQuest, but... The reason it's in the news is so Alterquest is like a board game, role playing game, RPG thing. Mm Follows on very similar to HeroQuest. HeroQuest was a gateway drug for myself and many people into tabletop RPGs. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, Alterquest uh, made like 620,000 on Kickstarter in 2019. Mm -hmm. Did really well. Um, It's been fulfilled. So that's what happened. But they didn't get it out into kind of retail. Um, So it has now been the rights have been purchased by Steamforge Games. Um, so Mm -hmm. they now have Alterquest and they're planning to get it out to retail and do all the new publishing and production of it so if you missed out on the Kickstarter you might have a chance to get it at retail now okay so
0: yeah yeah Um, is is it like it's it's a board game it's kind of would you call it a role? Play? It's not quite a role-playing game, is it? It's 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 between the two. Yeah, I mean, isn't it? it's very
3: inspired by RPGs, but it, I would not say it's an RPG. But I think it's great for. Yeah. It's a great gateway to it. Like I play Hero Quest with my nephews and nieces, and that kind mm. of in. And I I add a bit more role-play flavor than you need to because I'm training them mm. to be nerds. Ha ha ha. Yeah, and because it's it, it's it's great. For them, and that—that's what I played as a kid as well, and that made me want to explore more and things like that. So I wouldn't say it is a role playing game, but I—it's—it's
2: it's, it's a it's, game that affords role playing.
3: Yes. Like, yes. Yeah, you know,
2: it's got all the bits and pieces that you—you you could throw some role playing at. But mm-hmm. saying it's a real role playing game is probably pushing the definition. Yeah, I would agree.
3: A, I would agree with you, Peter. Yes. Um, but I—I I it in the world because I think it's very much part of.
2: Yeah. yeah. Speaking of things, uh, one thing that did catch my eye was. A charming little thing, which I have posted into the group chat. Oh, yeah. That's a yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, basically, I saw the name. I was like, is that? And then I saw the way it's set up. I was like, oh. Uh, so what we're looking at is Scientific Barbarian, which it uses the trade dress of Scientific America. It is Scientific Barbarian number five, which implies very strongly that they've done this four times before. And it mm-hmm. has the look and feel, and I got to say, the trade dress of Scientific American. <laughs> uh, and it what does. It is, That's is,
3: quite funny.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I, I, I believe they're probably working on the fact that they're aiming that they're, that they're making like less than ten thousand dollars, and will hopefully fly below the radar. So, shush, nobody tells Scientific American <laughs> unless mm. they think but it'll be funny. it. But what is it? Is it? It is a magazine, Russ. Well, uh, okay. or, or they, they call it uh, a magazine. Um mm-hmm. or as you might say a magazine. Um <laughs> Which sounds way better to my to my mind. <laughs> oh oh didn't quite get the timing right yeah. to make her just curse, split tea out of her nose, but never mind. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's just full of like little articles uh, about uh, it looks like sword and of sorcery content and mm-hmm.
3: post apocalyptic role playing magazine.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um Megazine.
3: I like to say magazine, because it sounds like someone just saying magazine with a really specific accent. (laughs) Like, what's her name from Grey Gardens?
2: This magazine. Indeed, a whole splat book's worth of new great gaming content and inspiration. So yeah, it's like doing uh, a zine, or zine, or however you want to say it. (laughs) Magazine. Zine. Zine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but they're just crowdfunding it, so there you go. If you, if you want to get a regular subscription, you're gonna have to crowdfund it each time. But, okay. Why oh, what, not? System why not?
0: Say, what system do you, what system was
2: it for? Or? Uh, I'm gonna say system neutral, uh, cause they're just collecting lots of, uh, spat books. Oh, right.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah.
2: So, yeah, they've got, uh, yeah, they've got previews of different games. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's not devoted to a particular system, as far mm-hmm. as I can make out. Um, okay. I, no, it, I'm looking at it, and it, just, it doesn't mention a system anywhere. All
3: material presented is usable with any D20-based game system. Ah,
2: there we go. Yeah, cool. yeah. Cool. There we go. So, sort of, like, got probably a bit of an OSR vibe, I suspect. Mm. Um, for those of you who enjoy hacking your D20 systems, to so do what you wish them to do. <laughs> mm. uh,
3: there we go.
0: I was just looking at D&D... Drive, sorry, drive-through RPGs, new design.
3: Mm. What are your thoughts, Russ? Which
0: is quite interesting. I think it looks very slick compared to the old one. I mean, the old one's been around for what twenty odd years now. Oh, at least yeah, yeah. And it is dated. It does need updating, um, and the back end tools are terrible as well. They're really old, and I'm really glad to hear they're getting updated too. I mean, I say I say terrible. I mean, I mean just like as
2: in the interface, the actual uh, tools they provide is way better than any other platform that I've. They 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 work. It's Just, it sort of feels like I'm driving a car without power steering. Mm, I know that's a really bizarre metaphor, but it's like, I don't don't have anything powered. It's all like I've got to turn everything manually and wind the windows down. One example is when you
0: buy something, you have to go through like five or six different
2: screens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
0: like, that's just not. How things work on modern yeah. retail platforms. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. It's it's like you, you you drive a car with no mod cons. Mm. And it's like it's not. It still works. I know mm. how to make it work, but I could definitely see that this would be an off-putting and very painful experience for people yeah. who were less dawn of the internet age sort of thing. Yeah.
0: Well, this is like to redesign from the ground up as well. It's yeah. not just a, modif- a modification or a new skin or anything. They yeah. d- they started from scratch. They've redesigned right through RPG, at least the front end of it. Apparently, the publisher tools. Not yet, but they, yeah, they yeah. will be doing so at some point but it I mean it does look a lot more slick. it really does. I don't know whether it's necessarily better, um but it looks more slick um the only the only thing that I wasn't quite so keen on, so i I Ooh, sort of like yeah. had a quick look at it, and I thought, sort of, okay, so let's just sort of look at our stuff, see how that looks oh, yeah so i went to I went to the front page and that looks pretty cool and slick of of, of the site, so I went to um find us, so I clicked on Publishers, mm-hmm. type in e n in the publishers drop down, type in EM Publishing, go to EM Publishing. Uh, but what we get there is we get a list of categories at the top and then we get the hottest community content, which is kind of like people who make stuff for our games. Okay. But our products are like way further down. It's like okay. it doesn't highlight our products first, which I think it kind of should. The first yeah. thing you should see on our page, you should see our latest products.
3: It's great that they have the third-party stuff on there, but yeah, I'd imagine having these are the official stuff first, and then underneath them, these are the third-party Yeah. Like,
0: I think the first thing yeah. you should see is our latest products. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I would have thought.
2: Well, I, I'm 100% beside that. That seems only fair and reasonable. Uh, I I would expect to be behind stuff, but mm. I'm super confused, because I have just looked up Level Up Advanced Fifth Edition, as mm. you might expect me to do, being a big nerd about such things, and there's no third-party content there. In fact, and there is some fifth-ed content, so... Well, there isn't a category for a Level Up, is there? They, if I if I search... Well, that, that's the thing. If, if I search for Level Up, then... If I search for Level Up, then it brings me up... uh Well, if I put Level Up in, then it's got Advanced 5th Edition, which is an Ian Publishing category. Yeah, oh, that's, well, that's like the first one. Is that, well, with the
0: search bar, just searches names, so it's what people have called things. Yeah, yeah. and people don't tend to put level up in the title right. of their products because we've asked them not to. No, no, so 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 it wouldn't show up like that. We pe- ah. people generally put a five e in parenthesis at the end is kind of the thing that I think is what ah. is most common what people do. But no, if you just search for the terms level up, that will only show our stuff because yeah. our license doesn't allow other people to use those terms in the contact. No, no then, fair enough. In the same way that if you search for Dungeons yeah, and yeah, Dragons, yeah. you know, you're not going to get third party products with the word Dungeons and Dragons on the front cover. Not for long, anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh,
2: okay. Well. But hopefully we can get a category at some point, that... which would be nice. Yes. Well, we've got enough products, so, you know, they exist. Yeah. So.
0: Anyway, that's, that's by the way. But, but, I mean, what do you think of the new layout, anyway? Um, it's right.
3: I haven't had a good it's play with nice, it to eh? have an opinion.
0: I think it's largely the same, but it's just slicker.
3: My yeah. con- my only concern is the back end of it as a publisher, because that's where i mostly mm. interact with Drive Through mm. RPG, and sometimes it does yeah. feel a little bit awkward there uh, to do mm. things.
4: Yeah, uh, right. Well, right.
2: yeah, definitely needs a category because it looks like there's no third party support for level up, which yeah is
3: is wildly rough. incorrect.
2: Yeah. Well, that's why that's why we've got a page on
0: our website highlighting it so that people can we, find yeah. it, which I very much appreciate. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, people wouldn't be able to find it yep. anyway. You're good if it's uh, on
3: Drive Through RPG as well. Uh, yeah, so yes, we have,
0: I think, finished the news. Unless sure. either of you have got any news that I have missed,
3: no, that we've had more information about Winter of Atom, the Fallout RPG stuff some oh, yeah, yes. monsters yeah, 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 and bits yeah, yeah. and pieces because it's coming. But I think we mentioned it last week because I think the pre orders coming out at the end of May. And the official book's coming out in July, so that they're just slowly doing blog posts oh. and information. Hmm. But yeah, they just showcase some monsters in there. There's big scary monsters in Fallout.
4: Sure. There you that's go. Like that's from Mo- <laughs> Modifius. <laughs> yes, yeah, from
3: Modifius. But yeah, I think yeah. every week there's going to be like a new little teaser thing talking about that. So, but yeah, hmm. it's, but the, the, you can pre order it in May and you'll you'll get your books in July. So,
2: yeah. That's line. Right. Ooh, a Gigapede.
3: Yes, it's called a Gigapede. Yes. So um,
2: it's like, ha, your centipedes are useless. <laughs>
3: exactly.
2: Not enough legs.
3: Exactly. Oh, today has been a long and arduous journey. We should camp for the night, my friends.
2: Here in the Doomspar peaks, surely you jest.
0: You know what they say about those who camp in the spire peak
3: True, it, it is a fell and wicked place, but night is falling, and we can walk no more.
0: The night is the worst bit. Indeed. At night is when all the ghosts and goblins roam, and foul creatures lure unwary travellers to their doom.
3: We shall light a fire to keep the darkness at bay, and stand watch so, so that no denizens of gloom may surprise us.
2: Oh, I don't know. Won't the fire just attract their attention? Oh, verily
0: so. We should find a quiet cave and huddle down. And I hope nothing notices us.
3: Very well, my brave friends. Uh, I see a cave over yonder. Let us explore it.
2: Oh, it's probably a portal to the underworld. Yeah, or the lair of a fiendish bearer. Oh.
3: Now, now, my stalwart and companions, keep your spirits high and your swords higher.
2: I use a staff. and I use a crossbow.
3: Uh, fine, keep your staffs and crossbows high, then.
2: Well, it doesn't flow quite as well, does it?
3: You, it look, it, it doesn't matter. It, it's, it's a metaphor.
2: A metaphor for what? Uh,
3: for, for staying alert and, and wary. Can, can we move on?
0: I'm not sure you understand what a metaphor is. Yeah, that, that's more an
2: analogy, if you ask me.
0: Oh, no, no. An analogy is a comparison between one thing and another, typically for the purposes of an explanation or clarification.
2: Right, right. Not an
0: analogy.
3: No, it, it it's just a like a, a, an inspirational phrase. I mean, honestly, it, it really doesn't matter. Let's just investigate this cave.
2: Like an allegory,
3: perhaps?
2: Nah, no, I don't think so. An adage, maybe.
3: Nah,
0: no, that's, that's kind of like a short expression which expresses some
3: greater truth. And my, my friends, I, I really think you are focused on the wrong thing. Look, darkness falls. Evil awaits in the darkness. We must explore this cave and ensure that it is safe. I mean... Who shall enter first? You, wizard, with your magical sight? Or or perhaps you, rogue, with your stealth and your brave, um,
2: crossbow? That rules out aphorisms, maxims, and axioms, then. Yeah, yeah, it's more like, you know, kind of general
0: advice with a mild poetic quality. Oh, for
3: goodness sakes, fine, I'll go. You know, my shield and my sword shall prevail against any evil that may lie within.
2: Easy, an idiom.
0: No, no, that's the opposite, really. I mean, that's when the phrase meaning it's not easily deducible from the individual words. You know, like, over the moon. Oh,
2: uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll see what you mean.
3: Well, anyway, uh, carefully I'll enter the cavern. I shall report back shortly. Stay alert, my friend. Stay alert. I mean, who knows what evil lurks in the shadows. It's
0: like a proverb. A proverb. Yeah, that's it. Yes, I do believe so. A short,
2: well-known, pretty saying stating a general truth or piece of advice. It certainly does fit the bill. Keep your spirit's high and your sword's ire. Yeah, I think maybe that's it. Although, proverbs are not usually quite as
0: straightforward as that. They tend to have an element of metaphor in them, you know, strike while the iron is hot and so forth.
2: Oh, yeah. It doesn't refer to literal iron.
0: Exactly. And I feel our warrior friend's inspirational words were more direct than those
3: typically expressed
0: within a proverb.
3: What's this? I I hear something. I must proceed with caution.
2: (laughs) Well, if it's not a proverb, what is it?
3: Hmm,
2: An epigram, perhaps? Uh, No, those tend to be a bit more witty-like. Our brave friend is many things, but witty is not one of them. This is more advice, really. Oh, yes, it's not literal advice. Ah, oh, no, no, not a literal.
3: Something is here. It approaches.
0: An aphorism. A maxim. Uh, an apothem?
2: A, a what, now? A line from the centre of a regular polygon at right angles to any of its sides. No, no, that's an apothem. An apothem is a concise saying. It sounds
0: similar, but they are spelt differently.
2: Oh, right. How oh, silly of me. I'm always making that mistake. Oh, many do, my friend. Many do
3: wild beast. Wait, no, there are two of you. Three. <laughs> I, 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 I find myself surrounded. My friends, can you hear me outside? I, I need your aid, lest I succumb to the monsters which assail me.
0: <laughs> well, like, you know,
2: a caution, or, or a sage counsel, but with a lyrical twist. Oh, like right. guidance, but inspirational. Well, exactly, but, you know, with a hint of a warning. Like, don't count your chickens before they're hatched.
1: Yes, yeah, very much so. I,
3: I cannot hold out much longer. The onslaught of these beasts is relentless. My shield is strong, my sword is sharp, but I am overwhelmed. Back, you fiends, back I say. Should I fall, I shall take at least one of you with me.
2: Huh. Or a watched pot never boils. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's back to adages again, I think. Yes, of course. Thank you for the wise correction, my learned companion. Perhaps it is more akin to never wrestle with a pig. But that's just general good advice. That is, my friends, that it is.
3: I am defeated, felled by a flock of dire badgers. The darkness approaches. Truly, it is the end, my gallant companions. If you can hear me, save yourselves! There is only death in here.
2: Did you hear
0: something? Yeah, yeah, it sounded like a brave warrior. Perhaps, Perhaps she has made a discovery. I think she was saying something. Hmm, Hard to hear over all that growling. Wait, something is coming out of the cave. Are those
3: badgers? It is too late for me. Take to your heels before it's too late.
2: Take to your heels. Now that's an idiom if ever I heard one.
3: Oh,
0: definitely.
2: A phrase or expression that presents a figurative,
0: non-literal meaning fits perfectly. Although it might
2: also be... An exhortation. Oh, oh, for sure. Something can be both an idiom and an exhortation. An idiomatic exhortation, if you will. Ah!
1: Malak the Maleficent here. If, like me, you're enjoying this podcast, please consider subscribing on Patreon for exclusive bonus content every week and the warm, fuzzy feeling of knowing you are helping to keep the show going. Subscribe at patreon.com slash morris. There, I said it. Could you stop staring at me like that now? The things I do. All right, all right. Don't forget... Patreon.com slash Morris. Can I go now?
0: So, last week we had two massive pieces of news, and we decided to do one last week and one this week. So last week we did the 1D&D playtest packet that mm-hmm. dropped. This week we are going to look at Pathfinder Remastered. Ooh, well, we're not going to look at it, because it doesn't exist yet. Oh, but, we're going
3: okay. to discuss what they told us.
0: Yes, yeah, okay. so we're going to look at what information we have about the upcoming Pathfinder Remastered, which they announced like a two weeks, a week ago, two weeks ago. Recently. Yes. Very recently. Mm-hmm. So this is coming from Paizo, obviously, and um, they are making, well, I don't want to say a new version of Pathfinder, but they are replacing the core books with
2: new core books. I do find that a bit confusing, I'll be honest.
0: Uh, yes, so I mean they're doing their best to explain it. Yes, and uh, to try to make it clear, but they're kind of running into the same sort of thing that wizards are at it's the not moment. A new which edition. is, is this a new edition? Is it not a new edition? Is it In- and. They're very much saying it's not in publishing
3: yeah. terms. In like in wider publishing of books, hmm. if you change less than ten percent, it's not considered a new edition. So if you just do errata right. updates or like modernise yeah. some, you know, if it's less than ten percent of content, then it's not a new edition.
0: I feel like this is going to be close to ten percent. I Because if it's
3: more than that, then hmm. like legally, you have to register it under a different ISBN. Um, which is like the little. Yeah. Well, these
0: are these are yeah. different book titles anyway, so they're yeah. going to be different. Oh, that's a good experience. way to get
3: around it. Oh, well, oh, that's less yeah. confusing then. If it's got different book titles, then you can differentiate yeah. as a customer. So I don't, yeah. I don't mind.
0: Right. So, okay. so originally they had the, the Pathfinder Core Rule Book. Yes. Um, they had the Game Mastery Guide. Check. They had the Bestiary.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. And they had the Advanced Players Guide. I mean, there are other books as well, but they're like yeah. the very four core. Yes. Okay. The core four. Yeah. Yeah. So they are replacing those four books, those four books that are being retired. Yeah, And instead we are getting Pathfinder Player Core.
2: Mm-hmm. Oof Okay. Yep.
0: Pathfinder GM Core. Okay, yep. Pathfinder Monster Core. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Pathfinder Player Core 2.
3: So there's so much player right. stuff they had to split it across two books.
0: Well they've that's already done that. With, the they've fact. got the Pathfinder Core book and advanced players yes, guide. So yeah, that's yeah. kind of
2: But it does right. make clear that there are two books for players because Yeah. The core rule book did not say to me, "This is full of rules for players." It said, "This is mm. the rules of the game." And has a player, I might be like, "That sounds like a GM problem to me," and not buy it. Yeah, that's be in <laughs> a regular like But the core rules will still be in that book. Hey, hey, I'm very fair. Like, if it it, it, it has a GM, when people are like, "Oh, we don't know how we're going to get out of this," I'm like, "Well, that sounds like a real player problem to me." Let's see how you can get on. Mm. mm.
0: Yeah, I mean, they've said that this is mainly about reorganising and consolidating material rather than making actual substantive changes.
2: Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, it makes I'm, a lot of sense. I'm, they are very. We
0: into, if we go into the changes, I think mm. we might find some of the changes are a, a little more than that implies. Maybe, mm. I don't know. What Wait, which, we book go through. Are,
3: which book shall we start with for us?
0: Oh, God, it's so difficult, isn't it? Shall we start
2: with the choral book, which is now. Pathfinder Player Core. That's, oh, okay. that's
3: the one I probably have the most opinions on because I'm new. I started playing Pathfinder Second Edition for the first time this year, mm. and I played like a little bit. And I do have the player, um, the it's not called Player Core, the whatever it, the current one is called. I do have that book and yeah. so so you They got the CRB,
2: yeah. but not the PPC. Okay. Yeah,
0: I think sort of before we um, <laughs> go into the books in detail, there are some more sort of gen- uh, general overview changes oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. discuss. Breath- sort of, sorry. Mm. So some of these changes are done just for, like, convenience. Like, things could be laid out better, positioned better, Mm. things like that. That's one one reason for Mm -hmm. changes. The other reason for changes is this OGL stuff. Yes, that's... They are Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. de-OGLifying. is one of the things they're doing. And they're taking the opportunity with that to make a number of changes to things that, while they are open gaming content and even Creative Commons content now, Mm. they're still moving away from them anyway. Yes. Okay. Like names and terms and things, mm. so for example, spell level,
2: yes, well they... it's yes,
0: it's been a kind of sacred cow for many years, even though it uses the same term as like dungeon level and character level and stuff like that, and can be slightly confusing yeah. to new players oh just there. spell level doesn't correlate with a uh but nobody's changed it because it's been so inbaked into d and d for all these right. years, you know. So they are making some of these sort of sacred cow changes
2: that people have talked about for years, but no one's dared to do. Russ, it sounds like game designers for D twenty systems may yet discover a thesaurus. I <laughs> don't know what I'm going to do with this information. I'm just like I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I have to go so, back. I can't face it. <laughs> so they're changing spell level to right. spell rank. Okay, that's what they're doing. All right,
0: just to differentiate it, so it's very clear that when yeah. you talk about spell uh, uh, level, you're not talking about you know it's. Less confusing, I guess, to, to new players. But also the big one they're doing is, cause people have been talking about this forever, ability scores. Yes. You know, you only ever use the
2: modifier. Uh, unless you're playing a old version of, if, unless you're playing an older module which has been very poorly adapted to fifth edition. That is correct, yes.
0: Right, <laughs> we're, we're talking about Pathfinder though. If you, in in, in no. Pathfinder, you only use the modifier. Yeah, yeah. 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 But,
2: well, I'm just um, saying when you'd use it. I don't know anything about yeah. running Pathfinder, so you'll probably right. Please continue. Okay.
0: Um, so the ability scores are going away. Yes. Good. You're just going to have the ability modifiers plus one, plus two, plus three, plus four or whatever. Yeah. We don't. It doesn't matter that you've got an 18 or a 10 or whatever. It's just the, the modifiers themselves.
2: We don't roll for stats in Pathfinder. No? That, that would be ill advised to say the least. Would upset mm. the, ba- it would literally upset the balance of the game in, mm. in ways which would be a lot more noticeable than doing it in D&D. Yeah.
0: Rolling for stats is kind of an older school thing, and I think Pathfinder is a little more old school than D and D is. So, if one of the two were to do it, I would think that would do it rather than I don't know. That's just a
2: thing that I, people like to do sometimes. The, the, the way the way it is put together and the way all these bonuses work, they of and the way it's explained in the in the old core rule book, it's very focused, and I would say rightly so on points by and choosing. Well, not even points by it. it's like choosing. You have got a base level oh, stats, would, and then you build it up. I would say up.
0: Pathfinder Two E is mathematically very, very balanced,
2: Most, much more so than Five E. Yeah, yeah. So I am not talking about old Pathfinder. I am talking about yeah, yeah Pathfinder pop, pop, Two E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Seconded. The books under discussion yeah. is what I am discussing, and like yeah, rolling for too. stats yeah, would We're be. Glad we agree. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I am <laughs> saying Pathfinder Two So you understand why rolling for stats would be a terrible idea? Because if you got an eighteen, right. then use and use the standard character creation rules, then you would end up with like maybe a twenty six and a stat. Like, which would break I, the maths quite hard.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I'm, I'm not as desperately opposed to rolling for stats as you are. I know you've always hated that idea. Uh I've changed my mind. I don't mind it so much. I like I like a bit of randomness in, in character creation.
2: Bit to be of, honest, bit but... of
3: luck and whimsy. Mm.
2: I changed my mind on the subject.
3: What? Mm.
2: Yeah. I don't That's think I don't impossible. think you can do that. People don't right. change minds. That's not a thing. That, that is,
3: is a allowed. sign of weakness.
2: Changing I, I your opinion the...
3: based on new information is wrong. Well. How that's
2: you, what <laughs> I do. This is face Genuinely
3: looks like they've just been told off by me. They're like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> uh, can not anyway. change my mind. That's how I tell. Anyway, that's how I tell off my dog Django, and he he does
2: this. Uh, same uh, face.
3: Uh, yes. <laughs> that was yes. That
2: was that was ability scores. <laughs> anyway, sorry, mean. ability scores. Is that, so okay, so so like, the old numbers are, oh, ability scores are dead. Long lived ability modifier. Yeah, 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 Okay,
3: yeah,
2: okay. So you know, also is going away alignment. It's going away.
3: Oh, good! I don't okay. really like alignment.
0: Well, I mean, it's kind of a core cool D and D slash Pathfinder thing, though. So <sighs> taking it away is a big I, step. It is a, it's a no, it's a symbolic step. It's it, a notable it thing I, that you're moving away from. I the, from know. The parent but I've game. never
3: really been a fan of it because it just feels 2 dimensional. Because I really because beings mm. like humans, definitely, and other other beings for other heritages or, or whatever, infinitely more mm. complex than. Yeah. yeah. It, you know, it's it's not you don't get people that are good and they're evil. You have a, individual actions and behaviors, because of motivations and I just I don't I've never vibed with it.
0: Yeah. 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 I mean yeah, I mean lemon has been in D D for donkeys years, it's from the beginning I pretty know, much. Like so it. so it's been again, like you know, like ability scores going away. It's been one of those things that people have sort of like suggested over and over mm-hmm. again, but nobody's actually taken the step to do no. it. Well we did in Neverland Up, obviously yeah, but yeah, yeah. um you know what I mean. Yeah, so good actually, up, I find it.
3: Yeah. Good, I yeah. like it. So you're going to have
0: more... Um, yeah. So what they're replacing it is with edicts and anathema.
3: Discuss.
2: So that is all I know. Well, what do those, I mean... First from, of all, from, what from, do those words names, mean? <laughs> well, an edict is like a proclamation. And mm-hmm. an a- anathema is something that is completely opposed Repent. to your way of life. Yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, I, I know a little bit about it because I was playing a champion okay. in the mm. long c- campaign of Pathfinder that I played. And I had anathema, which was, if I did that thing, if my character did that thing, rather, that was bad and I would have consequences. Yeah. So they've got things so, which they should do, which they are edicts. And I imagine there'll be some sort of metagame currency reward. Um, and things that you shouldn't do, which are okay. and yeah. Potentially a metagame penalty.
0: But that presumably can be a lot more nuanced. Yes, that
3: does sound better. Well, so you yeah. can reward yeah. roleplay and give people an, an idea about your character without it being binary as yeah. good so, and evil.
2: Well, 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 a a very practical example would be if you are a lawful good character and you were to go to the land of Fae, then a strict interpretation of what the words lawful and good mean is that you would have to turn in the party because that would be complying with the laws of Fae. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Mm. And you shouldn't be opposing governments and so forth. It's like, well, make a rod to beat your own back at that point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean I don't know what the edicts and anathema hmm. will be, whether it's going to be a list that you select from yeah. or whether you come up with them yourself.
3: I imagine it would be
2: but it's
0: going to be a combination. Yeah. yeah. They kinda of remind me like Paladin Oaths type thing, don't they? In in a sense.
2: I I, I hope that I hope that they do have like some fairly good mechanical teeth, because otherwise it's mm. the sort of thing that often people are like, Oh yeah, we should do it and then Just because, get ignored, yeah. Yeah. And I, I I hate that. I, I hate when flavour gets ignored, which is why I like giving it a little bit of mechanical support Mm -hmm, to make it more interesting. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah.
3: Yes.
0: Yeah. So, so what else have we got? Sort of on the, on the broader changes, we've got OGL spells are being renamed or replaced. Just part of
3: OG, DOGLifying.
0: That's a lot of spells. Yeah. That's an awful lot of spells. Well, we know,
2: don't we? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, you see, this is where compatibility becomes a problem Mm. though. Because if a spell's got a completely different name, and you're using an older adventure, and it oh. says that this this spellcaster that you're fighting has magic missile, and there's no magic missile in the book yeah. because it's been renamed to force arrow or something, multiple force bites. That, that's where yeah, yeah, that is where that is where compatibility starts to become difficult. I
3: think they must they must have a conversion website somewhere where it's like this used to be called this. That they must they'll have some yeah. sort of tool. Yeah. i mean yeah
0: there will be a way to do it but that's you know that's clumsy isn't it it's... i
2: think they've got one hell of an indexing system yeah
0: i can't find something in the book i check i check the book and see if it's something that's changed sort of thing yeah i mean Ooh.
3: the thing is they've got to do it to doglify it haven't they
0: yeah so, yeah no i agree i agree Bite the
2: bullet get it done
0: and they've got uh, uh, yeah and they only have to do it once yeah, yeah. and then going forward and I find a third edition yeah. or whatever yeah. in 10 years time um they'll have these new names and they'll They'll be their names yeah, yeah. by then, and people will be used to them. And yeah. So you've got to bite the bullet and just get over that, that hump once, I exactly. guess. And accept that it's going to be awkward and clumsy, but it has to yeah. be done, I guess. Yeah. Um, also, they're doing other things like uh, Tiefling and Azamar are being replaced with uh, Nephilim.
2: Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Uh, nephilim are, for those people who do not know, that's like a reference to the sort of the. Uh, I, uh, the apocrypha around the Bible of like sort of pre-flood creatures and people mm. that that's a very basic explanation it's quite interesting that sort of thing we've mm. seen it in the fifth ed kickstarter for the Bible uh, they were mm. talking about having <laughs> yeah. Nephilim in there yeah yeah, yeah.
3: how did that yeah. do I didn't actually
2: it did it, this time quite well
3: okay good, that was cool.
2: ages ago yeah, yeah, a long, long, long time yeah. Yeah. something about that
3: made me feel uncomfortable and I can't articulate why
2: mm. putting Someone's religion into a role-playing game. Uh, yeah, it's
3: but the yeah. I don't even. I, I don't know. I
2: putting stats on Jesus in case your players decide to kill Jesus. Oh
3: my gosh! Like yeah, okay, sure. moving that, on. Let's go back to Pathfinder. Let's not.
2: Let's not. <laughs> what else is Pathfinder doing? All uh, right. So there are other, other big
0: revisions are going to be. They're changing some of the classes around quite a bit. So the witch is changing. The champion is changing. The oracle is changing. Okay, they're all getting quite major revisions.
2: Okay, uh, the champion being the paladin the prevalence isn't it that's yeah that's what yeah. they called the paladin yeah. mm-hmm.
0: it's interesting that when they went to Pathfinder second edition they renamed the paladin the champion so they started kind of
2: like moving away from D&D names mm-hmm. there yeah but only only in a few places yeah. and the paladin is actually a subtype of champion because I believe I yeah. was a liberator so okay. mm. yeah. relating to my real world experience not just making it all about <laughs> me yeah <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So, so what else have we got? So, um, so they're saying, this is a remaster. It's mm-hmm. not making any rule books obsolete no. and it's going to be completely compatible. The alignment system's removed. It's, this isn't a reworking of the alignment system. It's removed and replaced with something entirely different. Yep. I
3: like that. Edicts
0: on that. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah. uh spells with G.L. source names being renamed. Yeah. So that, let me know already. Um, so like core ancestries and stuff, mm-hmm. they are adding leshies and orcs to the core ancestry list in the uh, mm-hmm. player core book. Yeah. Nice.
2: Leshy, I think. What was
0: Leshy? It uh, about I, I was
2: about to say, it sounds plum, like plum, a okay. fruit, so, yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, in my head they're like just these mad gourd people, but that's yeah. probably wrong. Yeah. I think, yeah.
3: if you think uh, Guild Wars, they had like a plant, um, Guild Wars 2 had a plant-like mm. race to them, so I'm assuming it's like
2: mm. that. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Good to see the Orcs but, get some love.
3: Yeah.
0: Oh. Um, do they have half-orcs in Pathfinder
2: 2E as it is now, or is it orcs? Ah, uh, pass. I don't know. I, can't I don't. I don't know the system. I found the system quite hard to make a character, and so I don't know. I think, I'll have to check. Yeah, I, I think you can have. Yeah, I think there are
3: just all.
2: Uh, I mean, that's basically. You probably can.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, there's probably yeah. some way to do it because they're very big on giving you a feat. Well, they're talking about there's a feat for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're talking about giving new rules for versatile heritage. And I'm going to guess that versatile heritage in this case is like having parents of different heritages. I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know for sure. I'm guessing what that is, but. Versatile Heritage. Because they use Ancestry, not Heritage, so maybe not.
2: Versatile Heritage. Well, they're, they're, I'm call- not sure. they're calling out the Changeling and the Nephilim. Mm-hmm. So that to me feels like maybe you would play like a dwarf with a Changeling ancestor or a Nephilim ancestor. Maybe, maybe. Uh, I would say potentially. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's hard to tell. Yeah. It's hard to tell. So what have we got? We've we got errata. Obviously, yeah. all errata is going to be sure. applied. Uh, especially, um, there's quite a bit in the GM magic items, apparently. Mm. Like, uh, a lot more starter magic items they're mm. adding in. And there's a lot of errata for staves and talisman. Talisman? Talismans. <laughs> <laughs> apparently. <laughs> talisman.
3: Fair enough. These, these things yeah. <laughs> happen.
0: What are they, one of the other things <laughs> they're doing is, like, they're saying <laughs> the dragons. You know, the metallic and chromatic dragons? Oh, yeah, yeah. They're basically saying those are very tied to D and D, conceptually. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes they are. So they're scrapping those. Right. So instead, we're getting new dragon types.
3: Love it. Mm. Love it. Right. Yeah, dragon. so they've
0: only really talked about like um um four of them here. So one is the, the, the power hungry fortune dragon. Fortune, did you say? Mm hmm. Okay. The peerless adamantine dragon.
2: I mean like I'm remembering never ending story, I'm like how, 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 is the, how is the fortune dragon going to be all power hungry? Surely they're just like big friendly dogs that fly through the sky and give you eyes.
0: Yay.
2: I don't know, Peter. <laughs> well, it's a no, choice. It's a choice. I'm not sure I approve. Fortune dragons should be fluffy. Well, maybe, it
0: is. maybe it is
2: fluffy and power hungry. a at sky same time.
0: puppy. Exactly.
2: Exactly. Sky puppy dragons. We need more of those.
0: Mm. Uh. There's the mischievous mirage dragon. Nice. Sounds fun. And the fiendish diabolic dragon. And oh. there's more. That's not, that's not all of them.
3: That does not sound like a sky puppy.
0: That does not sound like a sky
2: puppy. No. Fiendish and devilish at the same time.
3: Gosh. It's wrong. Mm. It's wrong.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah. So what do we got? Uh, in Pathfinder Player Core, we got expanded ancestry options for Catfolk, Gnoll, Hobgoblin, Kobold, Lizardfolk, Ratfolk, and Tengu. And that's where the new Versatile Heritage will debut. Yep. Flip. Again, don't 100% know what that is, but yep. that's where that will appear. Is not that? Yeah. Um so you know I'm st- you know just so far I just kind of start to feel like this is a bigger
2: this is more than just minor tweaks. It feels bigger to me. I mean but you have to remember that the core rulebook was really packed full of information. Mm-hmm. It mm. was exactly one page shorter True. than the PHB and DMG combined. So that mm. is the level of scale we're talking about here. Mm. And they are just taking out alignment rather than subbing yeah. some. Well, they're subbing in something though, so I don't know.
0: Yeah, I suppose compared to yeah. the sheer amount of material, I suppose yeah. maybe it's not I so much. I'm not it... so
3: mad about it being at not a 2.5 because the book has different names and things. So my main concern yeah. with different mm. things like this is that you can't differentiate between, yeah. you know, what book you have and what you want. But it seems like that's not mm. going to be the issue. And it sounds yeah. like yeah. a lot of these things. If some people in your group have the other rules, you'll still be able to all play at the same table and it's not gonna be like a confusing yeah. mess.
0: Yeah, I mean they're not it's, 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 I think it's quite similar to what's going on with five E. Yeah. Mm.
3: I don't know. It seems to me. No, yeah. I I feel that One D and D's got a lot more changes. You think from, I mean we're gonna well, there's, we're gonna there's dig less into material. It, but you
2: so, yeah. yeah,
3: well yeah, if you look yeah. at like a percentage of change to the rules.
2: They have less latitude. Mm, it's yeah, a higher yeah.
3: percentage in five E.
2: Yeah. Well they're already adding in feats to every single background
3: i love a good foot um
2: so that is yeah i mean it's nice but it's a lot of extra yeah. stuff uh, it's really yeah. changing the power levels are they really going to be back compatible with their previous adventures with this massive increase in power levels well i say so i mean sure uh, like, are we talking about 1d and d or yeah 1d and d sorry i got yeah. confused let's not talk about 1d and d let's talk about power yeah, that was <laughs> they last deserve week. our attention <laughs> yeah okay yeah So, is that most of the
3: overarching stuff for Pathfinder?
2: That's kind of the overarching stuff. We could
3: dive into the actual books. Dive into the Pathfinder Player Core book.
0: Okay, so um, this book is coming out November 2023.
3: Just in time for Christmas. Yeah, Yeah.
0: I I think they all are actually. GM Core November 2023. Oh no, Monster Core is March. And then Player Core is July next year. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, so two in November and then to next year. A
3: great gift for um, your GM.
0: Yeah, so the Player Core is yeah. going to have character creation, game rules and conditions. So it's kind of the same basic content.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Same book, really. Um, most of the ancestries, although some of them are going to be in Player Core mm-hmm. 2. Mm-hmm. Eight classes. How many classes are they currently in Pathfinder Core Rulebook?
3: I think it is eight. I can't remember off-hand. The
0: Core Rulebook? Oh, Bard, Cleric, Druid, Fighter, Ranger, Rogue, Witch and Wizard. Okay. Do you know what's not there? Paladin slash champion. Oh, true. In that yeah, list, that is true. Bard, cleric, druid, yeah, fighter, ranger, rogue, witch, wizard. Like five E has thirteen classes, doesn't it? Is it twelve uh, uh, or thirteen?
2: Officially, there are thirteen official classes for five E. Um, mm. Uh but the artificer is the thirteenth class and is not mentioned in. Okay, the 1D so in the core stuff. book, yes. there's twelve. Correct. Ah, so
0: if there's only there's eight classes in there, we haven't got a monk equivalent, we haven't got the paladin equivalent, and there's going to be just four more. There's, there's another two that are missing. What would they be? We'll had a cleric, druid, fighter, sorcerer equivalent. Yeah, there's no warlock equivalent. I, guess, I don't know. If no, I guess that's maybe. the witch, isn't it? Kind of. Fair. Is that the witch. Yeah. Um, so, and there's uh, one more then missing. In the existing
3: Pathfinder 2nd Edition Core Rulebook, there are six yes. heroic player character ancestries. Right. So there you go. Six
0: How many classes are there?
3: Twelve character classes. Right. right. You know, now we've got yeah.
0: eight. So there are four classes going away. So yeah. uh,
3: the, the one currently has Alchemist, Barbarian, Bard, Champion. Alchemist. Al- so we're missing the Alchemist, the Champion.
0: Barbarian. And
3: Barbarian. Uh, they also Barbarian's have gone. Druid, Fighter, Monk. Is the monk in the new one?
0: No. Hmm. There's,
3: there's the four missing.
0: So, alchemist, barbarian, yeah.
3: champion, and monk. Interesting.
0: So, they're dropping the, so, they are losing four classes. Interesting. Well, I know. Why, mm-hmm.
3: maybe they're going to be in the second.
0: Point. I wonder if those, they are sort of saying, because those people do sort of say, like, paladin or champion or whatever you want to call it, mm. isn't, shouldn't be a class of its own. It should be a type of fighter or cleric, and the monk maybe should be a type of fighter or something. Some people do suggest that sort of, I, I wonder. Yeah, if, I, I, I would agree. I, yeah. yeah.
3: I, in general, I agree it, with that. I'm mm, not into the deep nuance of Pathfinder being new to the system, but that makes oh, sense to me. Yeah.
0: Champions, Champion, Player Core 2. Well, there are we they
3: just okay. in the Player Core 2 book?
2: Alchemist and Champion. There we yeah.
3: go. But no Monk or Barbarian. No Barbarian.
2: Although Barbarian is what one- Mon- Monk and Barbarian were particularly loaded words that I know mm. uh, yes, were culturally. changed and level up to Berserker and Adept. Yes. Because, mm. like... They're, they're, a lot of unwelcome cultural baggage. Correct. Um, uh, they do. Which we'd prefer not to.
3: Yeah. So maybe that's, yeah. And also,
0: I we,
2: we, well. we wanted to broaden the tent on those uh-huh. as well. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, yeah. And have barbarians with, uh, berserkers, which can armour. Yeah. Barbarians, which are very much a one-note pony.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, reducing the number of classes. Yeah. Um, rewording all the spells. Yeah. And they're going to add some new spells, apparently, but they're renaming all the okay. spells. Yeah. Um, let's have a look at the, the Nephilim here they talk a little bit more about oh, that nice. so they take the place of plainer Skyons and versatile heritages and have her versatile heritages and the demon and angel ancestries now fall under that category makes sense yeah so the alignment edicts and anathema thing um, so they're part of character creation they're optional elements mm. and damage good and evil damage is changing to holy and un- unholy damage
2: mm. okay
0: it's just a word
2: change. Yeah, fine. Uh, uh, ooh, hmm, huh, mm, okay. Some, in- some, some interesting noises, Peter. <laughs> what do well, they mean? Well, it's, I'm just thinking about the changes, because mm. if you have holy and unholy, you're essentially saying much the same thing as good and evil, unless... Mm. Because what is holy and what is unholy is going to surely depend upon which God you're worshiping.
1: Yeah, like the, yeah you're, course, the God of yeah. murders,
2: holy damage might be the yeah. God of truth and justice is unholy. I think damage. they're just kind of synonyms really, at this point. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, I, 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 I'm almost wanting sort of like some sort of bane blessed sort of mm. differentiation yeah um but that's probably already a thing i don't know i don't i don't feel it's doing quite the job that maybe they want it to maybe but there are some
3: things that are universally unholy like for example Mm. a furby
2: true yeah so there are some objects yeah yeah it's like yeah so we'd say demons can't be gods so something that they would be able to use i have aspirations
3: myself so never say never
2: to be a demon or a god
3: Yes. See. Sí. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> a demonic god, a godly
2: demon. Yeah. Uh, Poké no Yes. Hey. That was my
3: uh, aspiration, so I've become a game master. Uh. Anyway, back to
2: Pathfinder. So what else? <laughs> <That's> our goals. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. How many pages? Do you recall how many pages the core rulebook I used to be? I will
3: tell you. A six hundred and forty pages.
0: Oh, guess how many pages this book's going to be? Six
3: hundred thirty. 336. Okay,
2: so That's it's half sort of, the size. What, the core rulebook's half the size now?
3: So they're... D- but they've got two. Uh, well, I think that might be better from a layout mm. perspective, because actually, mm. as a new player, which I, I imagine they're doing a lot of these changes in mind to welcome new people in and make it easier. Yes.
0: Magic items. Getting a
3: hefty tome is intimidating.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Magic, magic items are in the core rulebook, aren't they? In, in the current core um, rulebook of Pathfinder. I would I imagine think. so... Unless
2: yeah, they're in the fast, if you move
0: those to another book, you probably lose a, a couple of hundred yeah, pages. Yeah,
3: they've got treasure.
2: Yeah, um, I reckon that's what's happened. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean that's probably going to go into the advanced games mastery. Oh, I am a big liar. I was looking at the
0: GM uh, GM core is three hundred and thirty-six. Oh. The yeah. player core yeah. is four hundred and sixty-four. Oh, right. That
3: seems a bit more reasonable. So it's still been streamlined. Yeah. and things taken up, but mm. yeah, I I don't I think mean, the think player it's a core bad is still a melee
0: weapon. It's still lost 200 pages, nearly, but... I don't, I don't okay. think
3: they've lost them. I don't think someone dropped them.
0: Well, no, okay, just the wrong word. Okay. Someone is really in trouble pages of at Izo offices
3: elsewhere. looking yeah, under the desk going, yeah. where are yeah. they? <laughs> like, just leave it. We'll just cut out the the monk and the berserker. Just leave them.
2: Cut it, yeah. just get to prod. Go, that go. That desk go. is
3: drilled into the floor. We can't move it. Mm. That's definitely what happened. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but that, that mm. makes more sense to me because I think... Well, I think any... <sighs> Anyone that's not Ooh. D&D at the moment is looking and we have an opportunity to welcome new something. players so that that move seems to make sense to me. What did you discover, so, I just Russ? found
0: something. So I'm looking at the Pathfinder player core and they mention these versatile heritages because mm-hmm. it says mm-hmm. that the expanded ancestry options include the Catfolk, Gnoll, Hobgoblin, Kobold, Lizardfolk, Ratfolk and Tengu mm-hmm. alongside three versatile heritages. Heritages. Which yeah. is the Dampir, mm-hmm. which yeah. is like the half-vampire, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. The Duskwalker which is like a half vampire, Is it? I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. And, and an all-new heritage debuting in this volume. A heritage is presumably different to an ancestry. Yes. yes. yeah. This is where we show our lack of knowledge of it half
3: Well, it seems like a heritage yeah. is something you can gain. So you could be born a uh, human, for example, and then become yes. a vampire yeah. later in your life.
2: Or a vampire. Yeah, or a, yeah, a, yeah, a so. drypire. Does Walker. A... Yeah, a dry pie. It, it depends on whether you get in front of one well, of those big old. Uh, so
0: if if, Dra- if Dracula falls into a, a pool of water, he becomes a dampier. Yes, dampier, does he? Correct. Is that yeah. how that works?
2: And then okay. if we take him and put him in front of like a large hand drying machine, he becomes a dry pie. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear, dear! I don't know why you're laughing. This is very serious
0: matter. oh <sighs> Anyway, I found these missing classes as well.
3: Oh, they're in there. Are they? I don't, in I don't core think two they're two. missing.
0: They, they're always there. For us. <laughs> <laughs> so there are eight classes in Player Core 2, and yeah. they are the Alchemist, the Barbarian, the Champion, the Investigator, the Monk, the Oracle, oh. the Sorcerer, and the Swashbuckler.
3: A Swashbuckler?
2: Investigator and Swashbuckler. Mm. Sounds awesome. Mm. I like
3: that. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. So that's what's happened. So they've, yeah. So they've so migrated from, so they're not in PPC, they're in PC2. Okay, cool. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That appears to be the case. Oh, interesting.
0: Okay. So, um, all the magic items are going into the GM core. Makes sense. Yeah. Like it because they're not because they're not in the core. There is no core rulebook anymore, yeah. so they're going into the GM core. There's going to be new items, changing some categories, changing the rules to crafting. Um, all the game mastery advice, obviously, is going to go into that book.
2: A good place for it to be in the game mastery yeah. book, yeah.
0: Um, there's going to be subsystems like vehicles, chases, and victory points, which were originally in the game mastery guide. Going into this, into the player core or the into the GM core, into the GM, so core. It's GM, core. GM core, the GMC. Now, yeah, yeah. All right. A lot and, and variant rules and stuff. The treasure and section chapter, mm-hmm. uh, treasure and section chapter. Mm-hmm. Uh The Age of Lost Omens setting material sounds good. Is all going into there. Yeah. So that's that's what the GM core is going to be. Oh.
3: 336
0: pages. Yeah. 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 And then, so, Player Core 2, yeah. which is July next yeah. year. Mm-hmm. So, we've got those ancestries. Right, this is clating some ancestries from various books, I think. Yeah, yeah. So, the the Hobgoblin, Niservolt, Catfog, all that stuff I listed earlier. The First Style Heritage is yeah. one of which they're not announcing yet. Class revisions to
2: Alchemist and Champion. Well, I, I know, like, the Alchemist was not hugely well received. It felt a bit mm. weak bit underpowered. Mm. So presumably they have been spending some time just fine-tuning it and they're taking a bit of extra time to make sure the more complicated choices, uh get a good go. Mm. Alright. I guess so, yeah. yeah. Do you think yeah. these so classes pl- big in PlayCore two, 2
3: are more complex to play as well?
2: I think there's some problem with them or there's like some thing like I know, like I cannot imagine a champion not having edicts and that and anathema has an integral part of playing them. Yeah. That yeah. that seems very wrong to me. And I imagine there is a great deal of alchemical stuff that mm. the alchemist will need to make sure that they've got mm. a good range of options. Cause I yeah. I because mean, I haven't really seen too much of them, but again, it's what I hear. And alchemical firebombs are okay. But mm, they've fun. not blown me away.
3: they've not blown you away Uh, funny, anyway um, (laughs) I'm just wondering if like player core if you're new, you get that one and then when Mm. you've played it a lot and you're like I'm confident in playing this on and try something new, you get player core too so I'm wondering if these classes are Mm. more, more, you know, because like people that play D&D for the first time like generally might stay away from spellcaster stuff sometimes because that's Mm. like a Mm. bit more there's more stuff to manage and do so I'm wondering Mm. if it's that style of, you know
2: yeah, I, I mean, possibly, like, I mean, to be fair, people who want to play D&D for the first time, they generally just plunge straight into wizards and sorcerers, and they do not have a good time, because those are quite hard, I would say, to mm. use. Source, old sorcerer, very hard to use. Mm-hmm. Mm. So maybe it's just like, you can subtly steer people towards exciting things without necessarily the ones which maybe require more system mastery. I don't know. But that's, I'm afraid yeah, we're not well qualified yeah. to say.
0: But I guess that to to an, end, to an extent, it's kind of like the ones in the core, in the player core one are kind of like this sort of iconic, mm. basic, con- not basic as in Classic. basic rules, no. but basic conceptual yeah, yeah. things, like a wizard, a fight mm. sort of thing. They're
2: mm, mm,
0: mm. a simple concept. Whereas well, the others are slightly more nuanced concepts,
2: like a swashbuckler. It's a slightly more, I don't know mainly, uh, what, I don't What's don't the know. difference between a swashbuckler and a rogue? You know,
3: what is, I notice well, yeah, actually, is. yeah, you say the, the, the player core ones, um, are the classic D and D ones? So if you are moving from D and D to Pathfinder, these are classes you're going to recognise and be like, mm. I understand mm. the concept of this.
4: Yeah, yeah. And
3: yeah. I don't know why, but this year I I've heard some D and D players for some reason have moved to Pathfinder. Don't know why. What? Yeah. Wild. No idea why. I, I um, why? Why would it? Happen that has this happened. Year? So Move maybe aside. they're kind of yeah. looking at feedback from that player base that's come over and gone. Ooh. Let's. Let's ease this transition yeah. mm. to your new home. Yeah, okay, so, yeah.
2: well, Or it might be, because simply if they try to put it all into one book, uh, they need to start ring-binding it. Yeah, that's a yeah,
3: that possibility. Correct.
2: correct. <laughs> mm. All right.
0: <laughs> Let's have a look at the monster core, then. Yes,
3: this looks fun.
0: So this is has the content from the original Bistory 1, with some of the content from Bistories 2 and 3. Mm-hmm. OGL monsters are being removed as our problematic monsters. Okay. Yes, okay. They don't list what those are. Well, that's fair
3: enough. They don't want to go, so we did this crappy thing. Let's talk about it some more. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, So there's eight. The dragons, there's going to be eight dragon types. We know of four of them, which we've mentioned earlier. Yeah, yeah. Um, But there's eight of them. Um, Oh, there's an omen dragon mentioned as well. So that's another type of dragon. So we know of five of them. Don't know what an omen dragon is. Interesting. They come and they Uh,
3: do a weather forecast for
0: you. Yeah. (laughs)
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. How old um, is the Prodigy song? Has they arrived?
0: Amazing. Yeah. Well, dragons. Kind of, they're using the magical traditions as the sort of base as a as a base concept in them. So you know like the arcane, divine, primal, and occult thing that Pathfinder mm-hmm. does as the sort of main magical yes. traditions. So they're using those with the dragons as a kind of base for them. Again, I can't tell you exactly how, because I don't know any more than well, yeah, that. They but... haven't got any
3: previews of the monsters out yet, have they, for the new yeah,
0: ones? Yeah, but it suggests that you'll get arcane dragons and divine dragons, and they're different to each other, I guess. Yeah. Makes sense. Or primal dragons, or whatever.
3: Eight brand new dragons.
0: That's just what I'm taking from that. I mean, there's not much else to say about the monster book, because the monster yeah, book's a monster book. it doesn't and, seem uh, like
3: they're making many changes mechanically to monsters, like they're not taking the time to... They're just rearranging it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and moving some of the stuff in from other books. Yeah, they've,
3: they've got a list of by type and level, which is actually useful.
0: Yeah, so there's four hundred over four hundred monsters are going to be in that's there. That's
3: good, man. Monsters to keep you busy.
0: Yeah, yeah, but that's kind of like the four books. Okay. kind of glanced at. I mean, I feel that is quite a bunch of changes. Yeah, to me,
3: you know, it is. But mm. I kind of understand why they're not saying it's not a new edition because percentage wise, I don't think
2: mm. it's enough
3: to be a new edition. Like if it was being sold as a new yeah. edition, I think I would be a bit disappointed. Like yeah. I'd be mm. like, "Oh, this is like just a few tweaks and stuff." It's too yeah. soon,
4: yeah. Mm.
3: No, well, not even the too soon because for me, I've I'm new to Pathfinder, so I'm not, you know, I haven't invested a lot financially in it, so that wouldn't be an issue for me. But, mm. um. Mm. But yeah, and yeah, because and like, of a lot of the things, it just seems like it's being rearranged and redone. I think, yeah, I'm not mad at it not being a new edition. I'm going to be less yeah. sarcastic okay. I am about this than I am about one d d That's my overall summary. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Someone asked about Starfinder as well, and whether Starfinder is mm. going to move away from the OGL.
3: I imagine so
0: and like just with us we've said ogl a lot in this episode without explaining what it
2: is and if it's someone's first episode of the podcast oh and they're not yeah up on what's happened recently they might not know what we're talking oh, about if, it if it's your first episode of the podcast and you haven't heard of the open gaming license then this is a terrible episode to start listening to you should probably go back say january have a have a dip into a couple of those ones there that'll explain a lot yeah and then you can come back the open gaming but, license
3: yeah. was pretty much a license that Wiz of the Coast, the owners of Dungeons & Dragons, had that was like, hey, you can use these bits of the rules to make your own games and sell it. And everyone was like, thank you.
0: Did you say games and salads? And sell it. No, like sell, yes. oh, sell it. Oh, and okay. sell it.
3: Wizards of the Coast would also not prevent you from selling salads. So you could do okay. that. And then in January, okay. Wiz of the Coast went, ah, oh, you know that agreement that we said that was open and will be there forever? We might take it away, actually. And everyone went, No! Don't do that. Mm. And they went, okay, we won't. And that's my (laughs) summary of the situation.
0: Yeah, that's Uh, fine. (laughs) But someone asked about um, Starfinder, and apparently that is kind of on the roadmap for later in the future, not the immediate future, Mm -hmm. but moving Starfinder away from OGL as well. So that's the thing that I guess... Yeah, that
3: doesn't surprise me. That seems... Smart. Yeah. Maybe if they have but, enough time to do Starfinder they would do a new edition of Starfinder. Because what edition is Starfinder on? First. Of- ah, so maybe Starfinder second edition could be the thing. Yeah, maybe. That yeah. would be a good that yeah, would be a maybe. good opportunity.
0: Yeah. Um, they talked about Drow as well. So Drow are kind of very D and D. Um, so there's gonna be a possibly a Drow equivalent.
2: I thought they were getting rid Instead. of problematic monsters. All right, fair enough. Well,
0: exactly. They're sort of removing the drow and putting something else oh, in the right. place. Oh,
2: good. Oh, sorry. That's what I take from
0: that.
2: That's ah, what I take from that. Sweet. Yeah, that'll be quite nice. Um...
0: I mean, they haven't said that for sure. That I'm reading between the lines there. Ah, okay. That's not necessarily what they're doing. No, no. Fair enough. Um, I mean, there's a lot of stuff where they're not really saying quite yet what's happening. I, I think possibly because some of it is still yeah. in flux. Mm. And I don't think everything is set in stone yet. Apparently uh the rogue will get martial weapons and the wizard will get simple weapons. Yes. Cool. Which is a, a change that's being made to,
2: to the new to the new version. Uh, weapons are pretty important in Pathfinder. They're a lot mm. they're a lot more different than in say other popular D twenty games. So yeah. I think that's probably good news for rogue players who want to do something interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A yeah. Well that's kind of main, that's mainly it really. I think we've pretty much covered. Yeah, it right I
3: now. mean Like I say, I'm new to Pathfinder, so I've played a little bit of it, like a little bit, so I'm not fully as invested in it. But none of these things sound shocking or you know, particularly, Hmm. you know, you know, an odd choice to me on this. So yeah, I think I think this looks good. I'm glad that they're listening to feedback and rearranging the books to make them easier easier to digest. Yeah. And also the GM Core book, I love the artwork, because in the middle there is this fabulous Mm. being Wearing a wonderful headdress, and they have like the longest manicure I've ever seen. Oh, that's seen. the old art.
0: That's that's, that's the old artwork. Yeah. Uh, is it? For the, for oh, well, the, I love uh, that artwork yeah, for yeah. the GM Corps. Yeah, these uh, we've they've only got sketches so far for the new art. Oh yeah, and the of new course. But so this is this is pl- they're using the, manic- the old artwork. The manicure, manicure old, on that man. central
3: character is a lot. So yeah,
0: and that <laughs> headdress is very really spiky. I would like it. <laughs> Head tiara and. <laughs> head tiara sorry that's just a tiara surely
3: it's more of a headdress than a tiara (laughs) I'd say this because it's yeah but anyway uh, nice art yeah
0: yeah well there we go I think we've done it we covered the expected changes in Pathfinder Remastered
3: which is not a new edition yes and there's a full write up on emworld.org as well if like listening to us rambles a lot which is understandable yeah lots
0: of lots lots of detail yeah yeah
3: yeah
0: I think with that, we're probably done for the week, aren't we?
2: Mm -hmm. Hello.
0: See you next week. See you. Bye-bye.
1: Bye. Bye. Apparently, I now have to read this to you. This is the official podcast of Morris' unofficial tabletop RPT News, which you can find at enworld.org. You can find show notes at morris.podbean.com or wherever you found the podcast. If you feel like they deserve it, you can support the show on Patreon. In return, you will receive exclusive bonus content. Just go to patreon.com slash morris. If you're interested in his babbling nonsense, you can follow at morris on the Twitter. Send your emails to Podcast at gmail.com. Not all of your emails, just the ones you want us to see. That's it. I'm bored now. You can go away. Shoo. Off you go. Goodbye. Get out of here.
0: Mm, an aphorism, a maxim, an uh, apothec. an apothec.
2: I'll try and say that again.
4: <laughs> I just oh, love you. Right.
2: You're just writing words that you just. Oh, oh, rest, rest, rest. Okay, come on. Sorry. At least you didn't make this one up.